Welcome everyone to the Ad Geeks Podcast. This is Ben. You probably heard me on a couple episodes with Adrian. I was doing some mock draft episodes and, you know, I'm grateful he gave me a platform. I wanted to do a, a football podcast and he just said, why don't you come on here and do it here? Because he's more of like, you know, the basketball um, person, which I do like basketball, but I'm more of a football guy. So I'm going to get into it on this podcast. So the first episode I'm just going to do a divisional breakdown and what I think of each of the teams and what place they're going to get in. So the first division we're going to do is the AFC North. This was a really interesting division because last year it was pretty much a three-headed race with the Steelers, Browns, and Ravens being the only ones competing for it. And the Bengals were like in a far, far fourth place by themselves. So I'm going to start at the bottom. And this year, I think in fourth place, it'll be the Bengals. They were pretty much in a rebuild obviously as they had the first pick last year and they had Joe Burrow and he flashed he just had a really bad offensive line and he was throwing over 40 times a game the defense was pretty bad Mixon was hurt and then midway through the season against the Washington football team I believe week nine Joe Burrow got knocked out and so they just had a comp a combination of just journeyman quarterbacks just filling in the rest of the season I think they still come in fourth this year just because they've lost so many pieces from last year. Like, even though he was past his prime, AJ, Geno Atkins, uh, Carl Lawson, William Jackson, you know, those are all really good players, and especially Atkins and AJ being like, like faces of the franchise for a long time. So they filled in, they signed uh, Trey Hendrickson, who's, who was a pretty good, he, he broke out last year for the Saints as an edge rusher. Uh, Mike Hilton is a is a solid veteran corner. You get Shadobi Awuzie, who's a really athletic corner from the Cowboys. Uh, Riley Reef, he's going to step in and, and start and try to protect a little better because they definitely need the pass blocking. And in the draft, the the big name, the the best receiver in the draft, well, the prospect wise, is Jamar Chase, and he was at LSU with Joe Burrow, so they hope to link up and really get that chemistry back. So far in preseason. He's pretty much struggled a lot, but they hope to get that together because it's just drops. They have a really good receiving core with um, Boyd and Higgins and Chase, and they hope Burrow comes back fully healthy off of his ACL tear, but they're pretty much still rebuilding, so I have them coming in a far fourth again. Third place in the AFC North, I have the Steelers. You know, they – they were they had a crazy season last year. They started off eleven and zero, but a lot of people said they were probably the most fraudulent eleven and zero in NFL history, just because of the schedule and the, you know, the the short margins and like the the few like they almost lost to the Cowboys without Dak. Like they were really edging by a lot of teams, and they lost their first game against the Washington Football Team, and they just kind of faltered the rest of the season while getting embarrassed in the first round by the Browns. So they. They Big Ben, he's in a lot better shape, and and they're reported to say he's a lot healthier. So they hope to get that. But really, the main thing was that they had no running game, so they addressed that with Najee Harris, who's their first round pick to star running back out of Alabama. And so they hope that really helps their run game. Their their O line is really makeshift right now. Um, they lost Bud Dupree, really got edge rusher, but they still have their superstar Watt, so they'll be straight there. Um, they still brought back Juju in a one year, so that's good. Um, I I just think this team is like just on the decline because Big Ben is just he's thirty nine. 
he's past his prime and he's kind of hanging on when they probably should have moved on. But I think they're going to be a team next year that's going to be in competition to get a QB like Rodgers or something. In second place, I have the Cleveland Browns. Man, this this franchise has really turned it around, man, like with, with Baker and you know, he had a really good first year. They had a down second year, but he really turned it up the second half. They got two really good, um, arguable top ten running backs in Hunt and Chubb, who's a beast. They got, you know, Odell, Landry. Um, they got a stacked defense now. They have, you know, Miles Garrett. They picked up Clowney. They got Ward. They drafted Greg Newsom in the first round. They got JLK, the linebacker from um, Notre Dame. Like, this team is just probably one of the most talented rosters in the league. And I think the major problem that they have is they need Baker to – they need Baker to play like he did with Odell in the lineup. Once Odell left the lineup, like – it's just like Baker feels like, you know, a weight has been lifted off of him and he spreads the ball out. And it sounds crazy because Odell is clearly the most talented receiver, but just him and Baker haven't been on the same page. So I think for them to take that next step because they made the second round and they almost beat the Chiefs, even though, you know, Mahomes wasn't there. It was still a really good season and game. I think for them to take that next step, they need for Baker to – be playing how he did with Odell because Odell is just electric. He's a guy you just get the ball in his hands, but not for it to take away from Baker's play and just keep that run game going. That defense is going to be elite. So I think it should be a really good season for the Browns. My first place team for the AFC North will be the Baltimore Ravens, man. This might be a little biased because I'm from the area and I, I love Lamar Jackson. He might be my favorite player in the league and I just hate the the slander and stuff he gets, but, you know, they kind of move the goalposts for other Russian quarterbacks. But the guy is just electric. He's He still hasn't even fully learned to pass, and I think that's also due to the lack of weapons. But this offseason, they, they only really had a Hollywood and Mark Andrews, but they drafted Rashad Bateman, who I think is just one of the best receivers in a draft. He's just a natural. He has the hand speed. You know, he can get open. He's not, like, crazy athletic, but he's just – He's just a smooth receiver, man, and, and I think he'll be a big addition to the team. Um, they also signed Sammy Watkins. You know who is – you know, people slander him because, you know, he doesn't put the crazy stats, but he's a good NFL player, and I think he'll definitely benefit being on their team. Whereas the Chiefs, you know, the number two there doesn't really get a lot of looks. So they also brought back Pernell McPhee, and also they, they traded away Orlando Brown to the Chiefs. It was a really good right tackle. But he wanted to get left tackle money, and he wasn't going to get left tackle as the Ravens still have Ronnie Stanley. So they lost Brown. They lost Judon. They lost Mark Ingram, who was the vet in the locker room. But they, they this is just a team that just is super deep. They always drive really well. They, they prioritize speed. And I just think Lamar takes that next step, and he's going to be one of the top two or three MVP candidates this season in my eyes. So moving on to the AFC South last year, you had pretty much a two-horse race with the Titans and Colts going down to the end with the Titans winning the division, tied for 11-5, and five, but, you know, they won. Um, they had a tiebreaker, so they passed the Colts. But, yeah, I'm going to get into it. So in fourth, in, yeah, fourth place, I think it's easy, the Texans. This is just – this team had – 
probably the worst offseason in the NFL just for their their quarterback their superstar quarterback Deshaun Watson wants no parts of this team and it just sucks because right after you know he's requesting trades because they don't really value his opinion you know all these reports come out that all the sexual allegations and you know I'm gonna respect that situation because I don't know what happened but I, th- I think it has a lot to do with the owner and then pushing, you know, trying to chase the legal things to make him look bad for um, asking his way out. So on top of that, they lost Will Fuller, who was who had finally broken out. He was one of the best receivers or like a top 10 to 15 receiver last year with Watson. Um, they had no first or second round picks because the um, – the Tunsil, the horrible Tunsil and Kenny Stills traded that Bill O'Brien did a couple of years ago. They lost their the cornerstone of the franchise, J.J. Watt. So, th- yeah, this team is just in turmoil, and they brought in a bunch of, you know, veterans and professional guys, you know, solid players, but, you know, with Tyrod leading the helm, and they just have one of the – I believe they have the oldest roster in the league, and they didn't really get better. You know, I, I like Nico Collins, the receiver. They got like Brevin Jordan, the tight end they drafted. Davis Mills, he might be like a, a, a an okay to backup level quarterback with there. Apparently, they're just going to sit Watson out for the year, who's by far their best player. And they're going to try to trade him, I guess, when all these allegations and stuff are done. So this is just a wash season for this team. And they're trying to just field, f- put people on the field just to – you know, get through this season. So I think they're going to be probably probably have the first pick in the draft next year. Coming in third place, I have the Jacksonville Jaguars. And this is a team that, you know, last year they won the first game of the season and they were posting talking about, you know, how they shocked the world and they pretty much – they didn't win a game the rest of the year. They were terrible. They had Minshew, who some people thought had a, had the potential to maybe be like the franchise or just, a you know, a good starter for them until they find the next guy and, he was battling injuries and he was like kind of bad and they were just switching QBs in and out the lineup. The only really bright spot of the team last year was the rookie running back, James Robinson, who like really just did everything for that team. He was scoring touchdowns, catching, you know, he had like one of the highest usage. I believe he had like one of the highest usage rates for a running back in like the last 10 or 15 years. And he was just, a consistent player every single week. But besides that, the team was pretty bad. You know, they had – they drafted Chenault. He was okay. Um, they got Josh Allen, who's a good player. Miles Miles Jack is a good player. But this year in a the draft, they took Trevor Lawrence to lead the franchise, and I think that's the perfect guy to, to um, kickstart this rebuild. It's probably one of the best prospects in the last – well, a lot of people say since Andrew Luck. They drafted ETN in the first round, too, running back out of Clemson. I didn't really understand that just because they had a really good running back with um, Robinson. But he's also a different kind of running back who offers, you know, change of pace. They can use him as a receiver and stuff. But unfortunately, he's out for the year. He, he had a foot injury, I think, at Liz Frank. So he's out for the year. Um, they signed a bunch of free agents. You know, Shaq Griffin from the Seahawks, he's a really good corner. Uh, Marvin Jones is – one of the more consistent number two receivers in the league. He just is always around like eight or nine touchdowns a year. He always contributes. Carlos Hyde, um, you know, they, they signed a lot of people. And also they they um, brought Urban Meyer, who was probably their biggest move 
um, out of retirement. You know, he had his success at Ohio State and Florida winning national championships, but we'll see how he does in the NFL. So I think this team is definitely have a bright future, but right now I think they come in third place in the AFC South. Second place, man, I, re- I really love how this organization is, man. And it's the Colts, you know. They went and got Wentz, who I'm really a big fan of. I hope he can turn it around. He had a whole lot of injuries with the um, with the Eagles. But the Colts are just – they're just consistently good. They always draft good. They don't, like, overpay guys. And this is a team that made the playoffs pretty much almost in spite of having Phillip Rivers start. You know, they had a really good offense and defense. And their running game really got on towards the end of the year with Jonathan Taylor, who had a slow start, but he was like electric at the end of the year. And they brought in Wentz. You know, they still re-signed T.Y. They brought in Xavier Rhodes, um, Eric Fisher, because um, Anthony Costanzo, their left tackle, retired. They have one of the best O-lines in the league. Um, they drafted Quiddy Pay out of uh, Michigan as an edge rusher. He's really athletic. I think he can be a really good player. Um, yeah, I just think this team is, they're really good. I just question, you know, if Wentz is like a shell of himself or if like teaming up with Frank Reich again, who he had, you know, his MVP season with, if he can bring that magic back. But I don't know if the Colts have the weapons with T.Y. going down and they got a lot of young guys with Pittman um Paris Campbell who I like a lot you know they have a, a, a makeshift you know tight ends with Mo Alley Cox but they'll they'll always be one of the I think they're an automatic 10 win team I just don't know if they can take that next step unless Wentz you know brings that magic back and number one I got the Tennessee Titans you know this team had one of the best offenses in the league and really balanced offense you got Tannehill's really since leaving Gase and coming here, he's been definitely a top five quarter, a top 10 quarterback. And he's making his way or trying to become a top five. But, you know, A.J. Brown is a really good receiver. Um, they added Julio, who's one of the best receivers ever. So that should take a lot of attention off him. Derrick Henry's one of the best running backs ever. Like, especially pure runner. I don't think it's an argument. He just came off of 2,000 yards. And I was one of those doubters who was like, you know, all those carries he had in the previous season, I don't know if he can stay healthy. It's not the talent, but it's just hard to have that big of a, um, you know, volume and still stay healthy. So the problem with this team is they just had a horrendous defense. Like they were having to pass, I think, way more than they wanted. And you can't control games if you have to play from behind or like the teams are just scoring so much. They want to control the clock. But I think this year they improved. They got – you know, Farley from VTech. I'm a, I'm a VTech fan, and that dude probably should have been the first corner taken had he not been injured. Um, they drafted a couple corners with Molden, um, Fulton, and they picked up Bud Dupree, who should help their pass rush. They brought in Janoris Jenkins. So, you know, they tried to address their defense. They brought back Jayon Brown, a really good linebacker. But, yeah, they just, they're going to have to get pressure on the quarterback because I believe they were, like, last in sacks or one of the worst in sacks. So, I think they just need to have an average defense, but the offense is so good. Like, they have, like, a mediocre, like, 16 to 20 defense. This team can definitely be a contender because that offense is just so scary, like, trying to stop Henry. And then you got Julio and A.J. Out, outside and a really good O-line. So, I expect big thing, big things from the Titans this year. On to the AFC East, and I think this is just 
last year was just the coming out party for the Bills. You know, they were kind of by themselves with the Dolphins. They took a huge step forward. The Patriots, you know, they had a lot of people out. So, and the Jets were just horrendous. So, let's get into it. And fourth place is my surprise some people, but I have the Patriots, you know. They're going to have a really good defense. They had a really good defense last year, despite a lot of people sitting out from COVID. But I think just with Mac Jones, you know, unless he just completely surprises, I think he's a really smart, you know, he's going to be a solid quarterback, but I don't know if he's going to be good enough to, you know, make a difference for that offense to be great. They got some, you know, they got some weapons with um, Jacoby Myers. He's a, he's a solid, like a really solid receiver. They went and picked up Aguilar. They picked up John New Smith. They picked up Hunter Henry. You know, they got Damian Harris at running back. They they have some, like, this team has, like, probably one of the best O-lines in the league. It's just, you know, I wasn't the big Mac, the biggest Mac Jones fan pre-draft, and he's really impressed me in preseason, but I think just this first year, they don't have enough weapons, or I don't think they have enough explosive weapons unless their running game is just crazy, so. I think they're going to be in fourth place this year in the division. In third place, I have the New York Jets, who were just an abomination last year. And they should have really had the first pick. But, you know, Adam Gase was horrible until he started winning games, you know, that they weren't supposed to. And they beat, like, the Rams at the end of the year, which is, you know, would think would be a good win. But, like, they were literally sitting right there and in place to get Trevor Lawrence. And they just couldn't tank right. So, they obviously they traded Sam Darnold. They parted from him, and they had the second pick, and they got Zach Wilson, who's like he has a lot of upside. I actually really like him. He, I think he's one of those quarterbacks where you know you have to protect him, and he'll definitely do some damage. But he can make every throw. He's mobile. You know, I just really like him. And the the Jets, they have a they have a really good left tackle in Beckton, really young. They drafted Elijah Vera Tucker with the 11th pick. Elijah Moore, one of the best receivers in the drive, you know, they brought over the 49ers, um, Michael LaFleur, Matt LaFleur's brother, to bring that running game and that offense over. So they're going to use all those running backs with Coleman, Ty Johnson, and Michael Carter, the rookie. They brought over Carl Lawson, but he enforced, he's out for the year. They brought over Corey Davis, who has really played good in the preseason. He has a good rapport with Zach Wilson. So I think this team is going to surprise and they're going to come in third place in the division. They got a really good defense and the offense is just going to surprise people, I think. In second place, I got the Dolphins. And last year, this team was literally on the doorstep of the playoffs. They really had, they really turned it around from being, you know, really, really bad the last couple of years. And Tua came in early in the year, Fitz was playing and they were like four and three and they took Fitz out because, you know, they had a plan for two was going to come in regardless. And that kind of, I think, shook the team up. But the team was still winning. They had a really good defense that was creating a lot of turnovers and they were kind of game managing with Tua. But, you know, I was one of those people who wasn't the biggest fan of Tua pre-draft, but he also didn't get the best, you know, shot at it with the receivers. They weren't they weren't really getting open. I think that, like, they graded as one of the worst groups in terms of receivers creating separation. And they definitely addressed that this offseason, picking up Will Fuller as one of the, the best deep threats in the league and just a really good receiver. And then they drafted Jalen Waddle, who some people compare to Tyreek Hill. So 
you know, they have two really explosive guys on the outside. They still have Devontae Parker. Um, and Tua, from everything that they're saying in camp, has had, like, an excellent training camp in preseason. Um, that'll be really the big difference. Because this team went 10-6 last year were really, you know, Miles Gaston was solid. But they didn't really get much from their quarterback position. And they were, like, switching back and forth between. There was a game against the Raiders where, like, Fitz came in to close. And they just need Tua to be that guy. And this year, he you know, he either has to prove that or they're going to move on. Because I think this team has a really good um, – a really good roster and they just need the quarterback to come in and be good. So first in the division, I got, you know, them Buffalo bills and anyone who knows me outside of this, like I'm the biggest, like Josh Allen fan. I was just so glad to see him like ball out last year. He's the prototypical quarterback. You know, he came from Wyoming six, five can run all over the field, has probably the strongest arm in the league. He was just really raw. And I was glad to see the Bills stuck with him, although, like, his first two years was really rough. You know, he was in the 50s or high 50s in completion percentage, and that's just not acceptable in today's league. But they also had, you know, journeyman receivers out there, and they went and got Stephon Diggs, and that really, you know, that really helped a lot because Stephon Diggs was one of the best receivers in the league, and that tandem was just killing people because – Josh, you know, he has all the tools, and when he gets that accuracy, it's like it's nothing they can really do. So a lot of people try to say he was good because of Stephon Diggs, but then can't answer to me why um, Cole Beasley was an all-pro. So, you know, like Cole Beasley ate, you know, Gabe Davis, the other rookie. He had, like, I think, like six or seven touchdowns. Like, he was just doing whatever, and they had no running game. So this team pretty much brought everyone back. Um, they only lost John Brown, but I think he was replaceable for sure. They drafted Gregory Russo in the first round trying to address the edge because they have a good defense, you know, with Tremaine Edmonds. Um, they have Trey White, one of the best corners in the league, Ed Oliver, a good D-tackle. You know, they got two good safeties and um, Poyer and Hyde, but, you know, they just need a better pass rush. They brought back Milano. Um, I think this is going to be definitely – a team that's, you know, one of the contenders in the league, and they should definitely win this division again. And last, we have the AFC West. And, you know, for anyone that followed this, they knew that this division was ran by the Chiefs. You know, there was a surprising game in the middle of the year where the Raiders did beat the Chiefs. And, you know, people thought, you know, is this when the Raiders, you know, Raiders is making a statement? And it was just like, you know, no, they weren't. The, the Chiefs won 14 to 2. It was pretty clear who the best team in that division is. So we're going to start out at four. The last team in this division, and it might come to a shock to some people, um, I have the Chargers finishing our last, and it's not a knock on the team. I just think this division is going to be much more improved. And, you know, they had Herbert, who was just crazy last year. He came, you know, he was a six pick, but he still caught everyone by surprise. That's how good he played. He just was out there just throwing so many touchdowns, and this team was losing a lot of games, barely. But I think um, they had Derwin Derwin James out last year, and they're going to get back. You know, obviously they're going to get back him. They had a top-10 offense and defense, and, you know, they really finished strong to make their record, you know, look a lot better because they won, I believe, the last four games. But they just started off so bad, losing a lot of games by um, – 
losing a lot of games by single digits or, you know, one possession game. So they, they've really addressed their O-line, bringing in Lindsley. Uh, they drafted uh, Rashawn Slater. You know, they lost Hunter Henry, though, which should hurt. But, yeah, they brought in Cook. Um, drafted Asante Samuel Jr., Josh Palmer, I really like. I just think it's not a knock on this team. Like, I just think this is probably going to be one of the best divisions in football, and I'll keep explaining why. So, in third place, I have the Raiders, which, you know, like I said, a lot of people have them either in fourth or fourth for the most part. And I just think, you know, their car, you know, to a lot of people, they think he's an average quarterback, but I'm one of those guys that usually argues for Derek Carr, and I think I really like, you know, the direction this team is going. They started out like 6-2 and two or 6-3 and three last year, and the wheels just fell off. You know, they – they Ruggs didn't really perform like he should, but when Ruggs was out the lineup, it was a big difference because he really opened up. Even when he wasn't making a big impact, you know – with his stats, he just spread the field so much open, and Carr likes to go underneath a lot. So when Ruggs was out there, opening it up, and this team, you know, they they added Drake, Kenyon Drake, uh, John Brown actually didn't make the team, which kind of was a surprise, but they really liked their young receivers. They had Yannick and Gawkway. Um, they drafted Leatherwood, but they lost a lot of O line. Um, Trent Brown. Hudson, Gabe, J- Gabe Jackson, Aguilar. This might be my first, you know, change. But, I, yeah, I think I need to swap the Raiders and Chargers because I didn't realize, you know, how much they lost. Tyrell Williams, well, he didn't play last year. But I, I just really like this team. I'm going to just stick them here. I think the Raiders are going to surprise some people. And so, yeah, I have the Raiders above the Chargers this year. In second place, I have the Broncos, and I really just think this is one of the best rosters in the league. They have a really, really good um, defense that I think, you know, fell because the offense was so bad with Drew Locke. He just wasn't playing that good last year. And so they brought in Bridgewater. And, yeah, he doesn't really push the envelope for a lot of people, but I think the weapons here, he can kind of do what he did similar with the Panthers, but these weapons I think are just a little bit better because they have the tight end. So they stopped Judy. They get Sutton back, which is a big help because Sutton was a pro bowler his last season. You got KJ Hamler, Tim Patrick. Those are all just the receivers. Then you have, you know, you have Noah Fant, Albert O, a tight end, two really fast up-and-coming tight ends. You got um, the running backs, Melvin Gordon, who's still really good, and they drafted Javante Williams in the second. And then they got just a really – Good defense with, you know, Justin Simmons, one of the best safeties in the league. Von Miller still there. Chubb still in there. They picked up Darby. They brought back Jackson. They brought back Shelby Harris. And then they drafted um, Sertain with their first pick to put opposite of Darby, who they picked up. So, you know, I think this is just going to be – this is one of the best all-around rosters, in my opinion. And they really set themselves up to get like a Rodgers or – you know, trade for Watson. They'll definitely be a contender with this team out of the boat. And in first place, you know, everyone knows the Chiefs. You know, they still got Mahomes. They still got Reek. They still got Kelsey. Clyde should be – Clyde, honestly, Clyde disappointed some people just because he was a first-round pick, but they kind of 
underutilized Clyde in some situations where he probably should have got him more on a goal line and stuff. But also, they've really – they got punished in the Super Bowl, and it was clear that their offensive line, although their two tackles were out and had COVID or injuries, they were just – that was a glaring need. So they went and got, you know, Joe Thune from the Patriots is one of the best guards in the league. They got Kyle Long to come back, who was a pro bowler. They traded for Orlando Brown, you know. They – that was the weakness in their offense. I mean, yeah, they, they lost Watkins, but whoever plays number two is just kind of a bonus if they give them anything. But that offense is just – if they can protect Pat, I don't know how anyone stops this offense at all. I think how you get to them is the defense. But their defense is, you know, they make a lot of plays with Chris Jones being one of the best D-tackles, Tyron Matthew, you know, uh, quarterback in the defense. You know, they got some young corners out there, Sneed and stuff. So I think this will definitely be one of the best teams. And some people, you know, debate if this team can go undefeated, and I wouldn't put it out of the picture for them. And that is another episode of the Ath Geeks podcast. I would like to thank Spencer Davis for joining the team. As you can tell, as he said in the beginning, he will be taking over our NFL previews. The NFL season has started and we needed somebody to come out and spend volunteer. Me and Bakari, a.k.a. Spells, will still be out here you know, dropping episodes, dropping snippets here and there. Boxing and UFC still got things going on, so Bakari will jump in for there. I still have some episodes to drop in when the anime season starts, when basketball picks back up, because, you know, we still got things to talk about, so we'll still be here. But for the next upcoming weeks until more news drops, you're going to see a lot more of Spencer Davis in regards to that and his team that he is putting together for this. Um, Once again, I would like to thank him for coming out here. and to promote the joining of Spencer and, uh, you know, addition to the team, we are doing a giveaway. So Spin will talk more about it on one of his episodes. I don't know when he's going to start talking more about it, but Spin will talk. He'll, he'll give you more of an insight. But basically what's going to be happening is we are going to give away one free jersey, whatever jersey you want, an uh, NFL official jersey. Whether you want it to be one of the autographed jerseys or not, it's up to you. Um, you know, we got a we brought a pretty good, um, decent budget, so uh, we've looked into it and we're like, okay, we're gonna give one free jersey for one person that spin picks. Uh, all you're gonna do is he's gonna make a post. We're gonna post on the page. He's gonna make a post. He's gonna be like, you gotta follow and retweet the Ath Geeks podcast. One of the episodes that he's gonna post, and then we're gonna go from there. And that's that's basically how that's going to go. Like I said, he's going to break it down a little more. Anyways, it's been another episode of the Athletes Podcast. Always, always, always remember to respect women. But most importantly, remember to respect yourself. And we are.